Good evening and welcome to a special edition of the DC3 cast. I am joined as always by my pals, my DC bros, Vince and Zach, and we are here to talk about DC Rebirth. So last time we did one of these chats, we were opining on what we felt Rebirth was going to be. We had hopes and dreams for it. Um, Today we have a bit of the reality. Uh, Jeff Johns did a large interview with Comic Book Resources where he talked about sort of the overarching themes of Rebirth without giving too many or any details really. And um, then we got a list of all of the books that are coming out. for the sake of time, why don't we talk generally about it now, and then let's go book by book and talk about, should we bring back our um, pull pirate or pulp rankings? <laughs> well, mm. can we save that until the creative teams come out? Sure, sure. Well, well, I do want to talk about them, though. Um, oh, certainly, yeah. Yeah, but that's a good call, uh, Vince. We can do like it's just a, a thumbs up, thumbs down, maybe. Okay. Well, I, or just... You know, or just like or just... what we think the books could, what what we could imagine the books being, you know. And then sure. once we find out more what they actually are, mm-hmm. we can give them the polar pulp. And and actually, there are two titles we could do that for tonight. Right, um, because we already that's have... kind of what I was thinking already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, um, Jeff Johns said this is all about legacy, uh, which, as Multiversity staffer Walt Richardson said on Twitter. That interview must have been like foreplay for me because he knows how much I love the the idea of legacy in comics. Uh, but it's all about legacy. It's all about sort of, um, you know, he's he gave this actually. I don't know if you guys watched the video portion of that or not, but um, I did. Yeah, I was too busy cutting my finger off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Vince is is uh, bandaged up right now. But so the um, the sort of thrust of the video was talking about Green Lantern Rebirth and how it it just didn't didn't feel like Green Lantern anymore. So they had to go back and make it feel like Green Lantern again without throwing away Kyle Rayner, but put making him part of it. And so he talks about how this rebirth is about making DC Comics feel like DC again without throwing out the baby with the bathwater. I think that statement in a nutshell is everything the three of us wanted, correct? Yeah, if you take it yeah. at face value. I mean, the thing is, is that there's already a lot of cynicism about like, you know... Oh, okay. It's just lip service, or you know, he's taught DC's just going around in circles now. Well, yeah, okay, we know that, you know, but <clears throat> but but if you take it at face value, this is what people have been wanting to hear. Yes. Like, yeah. What would you rather have? You know, like like say like whatever happens is going to happen, but at least they're like listening and constantly trying to change. Now, yes, a lot of that is financially motivated. Absolutely. You know, ninety nine percent of it is probably financial, but um, the, you'd the hope there's a bit of remains, professional oh, pride in there. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, and 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 I I believe Jeff Johns because I know he's a fan. Like I know he wants to do what's best for the fans. I, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I trust him in that way. Um, but but you know what. This is better than the alternative, right? I mean, that's what that's what it comes down to for me. You know what it kind of feels like because I can't we can't go any amount of time without talking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like the whole Force Awakens lead up where it's, you know, do we trust them? Um, are they going to fix everything? And I just thought it was funny that in that video John's like 
gave teased the the opening line of the the DC Rebirth <laughs> special that's going to come out. Yeah, and it instantly reminded me of how you know the first line in Force Awakens is the you know, this will, that, no, not that. This, oh, the, the this will be going to make things right. Oh, okay. Oh, I think first line the trailer. Of the movie. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Yeah, the first line in the movie. Uh, the this will begin to make things right. Yeah. Um, and it seems like they're coming at it from the same mentality, but you know, this is obviously a. I mean, as as big as like, it is to make a single Star Wars movie. This is, you know, thirty two different books with a ton of different creators, and you know, yeah, right. It, it's a lot. And to the manage. other thing we need to remember is that. Star Wars knows. Star Wars threw the old creator out with the bathwater and <laughs> and these are these are more or less this is more or less the same group of um CEOs, editors, editors in chief, etc. You know, the brass is by and large the same. Yeah, yeah. and has been the same for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. Uh we had talked uh, privately uh, earlier in the week about how this feels like the Hail Mary pass, that if this doesn't work, this might be the end of this regime at DC. Um, do you guys still agree with that? Mm-hmm. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I would have yeah. said that. I've said that every time there's been one of these things, but I would think so, Yeah. Yeah, um, I think so too. I think uh, it it ha- it almost has to be right. I mean, the the new fifty two was in some ways a desperation move, but for the most part, people were positive going in. Yeah. And now, now you couldn't even get people to be positive. I mean, you could get fans and and people on the internet to be positive about DCU. But you couldn't get that to translate to sales, and you couldn't get retailers to buy in. Um, the 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 fact that retailers, very vocal retailers, had been saying on social media or on Bleeding Cool that they weren't going to buy, you know, they were going to put a limit on the amount of DC books that they were going to buy apart from pre-orders. I mean, when you're talking about limiting one of the big two to something just above pre-orders that's a complete lack of faith in the company and this regime. So this needs to be good. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get into the books themselves? Mm, no, I don't guess so. Um, actually, wait, there's that image. Yes. The, you, you know which one I'm talking about? Yes. The new curtain image. Yeah. I want to talk about that. It, it, uh, I don't have it open in front of me, but it looks like it's a couple of flashes and a couple of super characters, right? Yeah, there, so I don't have it in front of me either, but I know it had like a flash in the middle that looked like Wally almost because he yeah. had that hair. He had the open, the open top uh, the open cowl. Top. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there was a Jay Garrick looking flash. Yeah. He had the helmet. And then there was a female Green Lantern, mm-hmm. a female super character who I assume is going to be Lois. Pro- well, it could be Supergirl. Supergirl super or Lois, Girl. yeah. Yeah. And then like a male super character that looked like Superboy. Super yeah. And then was there one more character or was that all of them? I think that's it. I think it was the female Green Lantern, the two Flashes, and the two Supers. Okay. Oh, and Green Arrow. He was on there. Yes, Green Arrow was on there too. Which of, that's really interesting because that's like their whole TV lineup. 
that's <laughs> <laughs> that's really astute of you. you. Yeah. So we can talk about that. Yeah. Uh, do we think that we're gonna get like old school Wally West back here? I don't know. I mean, that's what the people want, you know. But now the TV show is committing to new Wally West. That's true. But you know, from that uh, the Lois Lane solicit, we still have pre-Flashpoint Lois and new Lois. So, which I have lots of feelings about, but we'll get to that in a that, little bit. That's just insane to me. Oh God, yeah, we'll talk about that. But that seems insane. I kind of love it. I kind of like it. <laughs> but okay, well, I like. I really like the idea of having multiple versions of each character. I'm not. Just, I'm not terribly opposed to it, but I don't know if I love it or not. I mean, it's like totally. It's not accessible at all. No, they're it's not. they're catering to to me basically. You know, like. <laughs> but Jeff John said that in his interview. He's like, "This is more for people." Who ha- who are real comic fans? Yeah, and I wonder if that's a shot at Marvel. Maybe, but I also wanted to say maybe ha- like they're obviously like we can talk we can bring that point up. But I was gonna say like how much they're aping Marvel's like launch model for this because they have they're They've doing double shipping. It's staggered. Like it feels like a Marvel Now launch. Thank God it's staggered. Oh <laughs> yes, I know, right. Because we're going to have to cover this, you realize. Yeah. <laughs> that our DC Threekly is going to be back with the Rebirth titles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we have to cover this. So thank goodness that it uh, that it needs to be, uh, that it's staggered a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because like the first month, so the first month we have eight Rebirth titles. Mm-hmm. And then. So this is, by the way, I, we have to give credit where credit is due here. Rich Johnston had this. Like oh, Rich, yeah. Rich had this to a T to the to the uh, to the extent of we're gonna have rebirth number ones and then the issues that are shipping twice monthly are going to start uh, the same month as the rebirth issues and then if it's a monthly issue it'll be the month later. Like mm-hmm. Rich had this, Rich had the shipping schedule down. Rich had all of this taken care of. So yeah, good for Rich Johnson. I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, can we just get to the point where where we're just believing everything he says about DC? I mean, I mean, I think we're there. Like, it's pretty much. <laughs> hey, I, Alfred's I gonna have saw... two hands, guys. What's that? Alfred's gonna have two hands, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I still see people saying stuff like, "Well, I don't know. Well, we don't know what Tom King's doing yet." Yes, we do. <laughs> He's writing Batman. Let's actually talk about that real quickly uh, before we get into the books. There were a couple of exclusive signings today announced uh tom king um claymore right man. no no clay, clay man. man i'm sorry not be yeah. claymore clay man and uh clay man yeah <laughs> clay man <laughs> and uh, who who was the third artist announced Killer uh Tom. john tims or john Tim, Tim. is it tim or tims i think it's tims Tim. who, who's done Tim. a bunch who's done a bunch of the uh harley quinn stuff bruce tims lesser known yeah <laughs> brother and uh, and then the rumor is that Sam Humphreys is also is that a rumor? Or is it confirmed? I mean, it's a Rich Johnston rumor, so it's pretty much confirmed, was it? I okay, guess. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure who reported it first. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of those signings? Um, One of them Tom is King. huge. Yeah, yeah. I love Tom King. I feel like he's the next big thing. I don't think that's a controversial stance to take. I think pretty much everyone feels that. Um, 
it kind of reminded me DC is kind of reminding me of of Marvel a few years ago when they had that amazing writer stable, you know, yeah. where it was like Bendis, Fraction, Brubaker, the like Avengers versus X Men, the Hickman. Architects. Yeah, yes, the Architects, right? Um, and only one not, of whom is still writing for Marvel, right? Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the idea of exclusives because I like creators to just be able to bounce back and forth and do whatever they want, you know. Mm-hmm. But if this is the world we live in, we got to talk about it, and um, and I think it's huge. Like I think having Scott Snyder and Tom King, um, and in my mind Pete Tomasi, because I like him that much. Well, he is um, he, he's exclusive too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm saying a lot of people wouldn't list him as like yeah an architect level type guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I would, because I think everything I he's would done do. DC is is at minimum par level, you know. Um. And so I think that's huge. I mean, I think people compared Marvel's stable to DC's and they basically said, you know, it's Scott Snyder and everybody else, you know, and and now this gives them at least one more huge name mm-hmm. uh, that they've got on lock. Um, and a name that everybody knows, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and, and who has like a lot of positive, you know, a lot of goodwill too. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And like Sam Humphreys, that guy, I don't know. When he went Marvel exclusive, I feel like that was a big deal because he had done um what was that one shot he did that was really big? Our like Love weird, is Real. Weird World. Oh, oh, you mean you mean the creator own thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had done that. And that was huge. Or that got a lot of praise and then he went Marvel exclusive and then he like didn't do anything. You know, he's done stuff, but Yeah. Yeah. See, None of my, it was. My feeling on him at this point is um, he's like Cullen Bunn to me, where nothing he's ever done at a public, at a, one of the big two publishers has been great. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I know he's got talent because his, his, his uh, you know, independent or creator own type stuff is so good. So, yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe it'll be like that... a, well, I, I, I feel like some creators just like, open up at different like um like Lemire I always liked his DC stuff but his Marvel stuff seems to be pretty like mediocre from the response you know and I feel like some writers just like do better for like whatever reason so maybe he'll like open up but sure you know I think it's all about the opportunities you're given too because if you think about what Humphrey's like Humphreys is just starting to garner praise for like Weird World, right? Yeah, and some other stuff. But but if you think about what happened when he first signed on with Marvel, he had to take over Hickman's Ultimate Adventures. Yep. And I mean, compared <laughs> to following Hickman's shoes, there, there's like well, yeah, nothing you can do. Yeah, and then after that, he took over Uncanny X Force from Remender. Uh, yeah, and then took and, over the Guardian stuff from Bendis. No. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's been getting everybody's leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. So depending and on in a way he of... took like World Weird World from Jason Aaron, you know? Yeah. Like Yeah, if they're giving him like a fresh start on something, that could be good. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready to get into these books? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. All right, here's how let's do it. Let's just talk about the number not the rebirth specials, but the yeah, months the yep. months the number ones are so in June, we are getting Aquaman, Batman, 
The Flash, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, plural, Superman, Wonder Woman, number ones, and then Action Comics 957, Detective Comics 934. We we actually failed to mention two things. Uh, Action and Detective are going back to their original numberings, which gets a thumbs up from me mm-hmm. every time. I kind of hope they they do fifty two uh, reprints with the old with the f- numbering on it. <laughs> but that's just me. Um, would you go? But would you really go back and buy all those? I didn't buy them the first time. <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, we also forgot to mention every book is two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Which when Back you're doubles, the line. yeah, they they are towing the line again. Uh, but when you're, the line. Uh, or holding the line, whatever, holding the line. Whatever, yeah. whatever they said. I, I'm thinking of uh, Toto sings "Hold the Line." Who sings "Tow the Line"? There's another song called that. Who cares? Anyway, um, I blocked the line. <laughs> no line on the horizon. You too. Um, <laughs> you talking you two to me? Yeah. You talking you two to me? So anyway, uh, we're getting off on such tangents here. Uh, but if you're double shipping, you kind of have to do 2.99 titles. Although Marvel doesn't, right? Yeah, Mar- I was gonna say. <laughs> Which. There, and we'll get to the double shipping in a second. Um, but so those are the those are the, the June titles. Uh, which of those stand out to you as being exciting? Of just this list? Just the June one so far, yeah. Well, I guess I'll go first. Um, I, I want The Flash to be good again. You know, I want it to be exciting again. We just did The Flash Appreciation Day. Yeah. So we kind of spilled our guts about you know how much we like Wally and how much we want Wally back. Everybody wants Wally back, um, but I just want whether it's Barry or Wally. I just want the Flash to feel like the Flash again. You know, yeah, to have that 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 unique identity that makes him different from all the other Justice Leaguers. Um, Batman with Tom King, um, you know, if in fact that's true, is is incredibly exciting. You know, um, it's it's hard to top Snyder and Capullo, but um, if you're gonna go with Tom King, um, that's an exciting prospect. And the rumor uh, is that the that Snyder moving over to Detective is gonna have a list uh, talent rotating on that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one name has been mentioned is Sean Gordon Murphy, mm-hmm. and so if that's the case, if Snyder is doing the prestige uh, arcs with great artists, then that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Green Lanterns, I want those to be good again because, like, Green Lantern's my thing. Yeah. I've got the tattoo to prove it, you know. And um, I'm so mad I didn't get mine when I was going to because that would be another weird coincidence between us. <laughs> yeah. I almost yep. got the whole light spectrum across my back. Oh, boy. Yeah. That, that would be something. Um, and then, you know, Superman um, – Wonder Woman are two characters that I, I always want to read. Um, I guess the only characters I don't really care all that much about are Green Arrow and Aquaman. So, you know, I can take or leave whatever they do with them. I imagine Aquaman will probably seem more in line with what they're doing in the movies. Um, yeah. But probably. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Zach, what do you think? Um, I'm, I'm pretty much the same. Um I want Green Lanterns to be really good and Flash. Uh, those are the two that I'm probably the most hopeful for. Or maybe hopeful is not the right word, but I'm, I'm hoping the most for. 
Um, it's really hard not to look at these titles and think of them in like a new 52 lens right now. Right. So like I look at this list and I see the versions that exist right now, you know, the creative teams that exist right now. And I am not, you know, I don't get excited. So it's kind of hard to just look at a list of titles, but, but yeah, those are the ones I'm really excited about. And of course, like King on Batman would be huge. Tomasi on Superman would be great. Um, I'm wondering who, like, if if you've got King and Snyder on the Bat books, I wonder who you pair with Snyder, uh, Tomasi on Action Comics. I hope Greg Pak stays on it. Yeah. I think he's leaving. I thought, I, unless, you know, that was a... Well, he's leaving Action Comics at number 50 or 51. Right, I wonder That doesn't if he mean he's not back. coming back on true. 97. It's you know? true, yeah. Yeah. And he, we know he's involved in Rebirth on some level. Yeah. Yeah. He's confirmed that. Um, back to Green Lanterns for a second. Um, this is something I wanted to talk about, and, and we'll talk about the other Green Lantern title that's that's in this list um, when we get to it. But um, I find it interesting that we've, we've apparently got only two Lantern titles. Mm-hmm. Um, this is coming out of a, an era where we've had, like, at least four or five Lantern titles pretty much at all times. Well, not not now we don't. Well, we have, we have Green Lantern and Sinestro, and we have the miniseries. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, like, and you can you could almost Kyle's in a book, and okay. I, I you couldn't call it a Green Lantern book, maybe, but no. But I'm just saying, like, 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 everybody, but, it's still fresh in everybody's mind when we had right, um, you know. Like at least four titles at one time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that, prior to DCU, we had five. Three, we had three or four at all times. Yeah, as yeah. many as five. Yeah. yeah, and that includes like, I'm also gonna include like event books and things like that because there was a time period when Green Lantern was like, or or a Lantern was like the thing to have at the center of an event book. You know, Blackest Night was Lantern centric. Brightest Day had a lot of different characters, but there was ultimately a lantern kind of at the center, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, like we're seeing that as a franchise kind of drop off, don't you think? Well, I just think, I mean, to be fair, there's not as many of anything going on right now in these That's books. That's true. That's true. You know, everything That's- is pared down, and they're both biweekly. I just think it's interesting that when Johns was writing Green Lantern for the longest time, Green Lantern was like, as far as the comics went, Green Lantern was the cock of the walk. He was oh, the third yeah. member of the Trinity, not Wonder Woman. Not Wonder for Woman. Sure. And you could argue he was number two. Behind Batman. Behind mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's like definitely. Superman wasn't getting any, any love, you know, and, and that's just starting to, to make a, a sort of a return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually think uh, Green Lantern's, is going to be what we heard about in um, Green Lantern number 20, which will be the Simon Baz training power ring. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. That would be great. I'd buy I'd buy that book with the right creative team. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. what it's going to be. And then Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps will be... That's going to be like the more traditional. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And I hope, um, the, I hope which... the bi-weekly um, shipping, that mm-hmm. those books are allowed to be more robust than like... Because we're gonna need Guy and we're gonna need John Stewart and Kyle at some point, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I assume they would all show up in GL, Hal Jordan GLC. 
You could you know, even have it be, you know, maybe Kyle helps train too. You know, there there are different ways to work that. Yeah, true, true. And, and we'll see how that works out. Uh, the, but to answer my question from before, Green Lanterns <laughs> is the one that I'm most excited about. I'm excited to see the two original titles, Action and Detective, go back to their original numberings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hopeful for all. I mean, to be fair, the first the first lineup there, that's pretty much the classic Justice Leaguers, right? I mean, give or take one or two. Yeah, yeah. Those are the ones. And so, like, Green Arrow out with somebody, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like those are the ones you want to make sure succeed. And so, I'm hoping for all those. All right, quick, in, yeah. quick question. Sure. Action and Detective, are they biweekly? Yes, they are. Yes. Okay, that's interesting because you know, Rich when he initially reported the like. Uh, Snyder news. He was maybe he was just speculating that it would be monthly. Mm-hmm. Detective would be monthly. Yeah, he did say um, that. Yeah, I wonder. You know, I wonder if that like throws a kink in things. I, I just something about Snyder doing a weekly book, a biweekly, doesn't sit well with me. Just because I know, you, you know, like his, his books tend to carry that like you know kind of like you talked about brian the the a-list artist mm-hmm. pairing and that's way harder to do with the bi-weekly unless there is just you know they like are really far ahead um and are and are able to rotate them out i mean think about quickly. hickman's hickman's first year on avengers was all like a-list artists with him and that was bi-weekly yeah or yeah, bi weekly or is it bi monthly? They did rotate through really quickly. Yeah, is it bi weekly or bi monthly? Oh gosh, I think bi monthly is once every two months, and bi weekly is every two weeks. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. All right. <laughs> so July's um, new number ones, adding to the ones we Wait, talked about before. Now I'm sure I'm doubting myself. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say twice monthly. Twice monthly. Uh, so we got Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Justice League, Nightwing, Batgirl, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, the Hellblazer, Red Hood and the Outlaws, the Superman, and Titans. Now, of those, this is actually the batch that has me most excited, because uh, Titans, I, I think Titans is going to be essentially the Titans Hunt team give or take a few of those bullshit 70s characters no one cares about, uh, I think that's going to be more or less that Titans team. And that's that's exciting to me if done properly. Um, you know, Nightwing is okay. I guess, you know, I'm just happy that Dick Grayson still has a monthly title. Um, mm-hmm. So whether he's called Nightwing or whatever, um, I think it's very shrewd that... Um, that we're calling Birds of Prey Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Um, right? Yeah, it's interesting that there's essentially, you know, two Batgirl books. I mean, that she's, you know, she's headlining two books. Okay, guys, we got some breaking news here that Vince just tweeted. Uh, the Superman and the Superwoman solicits are fake. All right. (laughs) That makes me feel a lot better. Okay. All right, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we were talking about, is that, yeah, there's two Batgirl books now, which, again, is very shrewd. And I could see something like 
maybe Cameron Stewart and um, Brendan Fletcher taking one of those, but not both of those uh-huh. uh, in terms of write-in gigs. Although, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, the Birds of Prey, I, it's going to pretty much, I think, be Dinah and Babs and uh, Helena. That's what they said, right? That's what Jeff Johns was talking about yeah. when he specifically referenced the Birds of Prey when he was talking about, like, what do fans want to get back to? What are what are the best runs that we remember from these characters? What's important about them? Yeah. So. And so, um, yeah, I think that's interesting. You know, it doesn't surprise me that there's a Constantine book. It doesn't surprise me that it's called the Hellblazer. Um, the Superman, if it's to be believed, is about Lex Luthor. But that solicit has been revealed as being fake, so who knows? Um, <laughs> Red Hood and the Outlaws. Again, if a Jason Todd book can be done well, I just, I hope to God it's not Scott Lobdell or one of his acolytes writing it. I, I have to believe that if it's called Red Hood and the Outlaws, though, it's going to be. <laughs> Probably. Like, I kind of feel like that is the bone that just needs to be thrown to him. Why? And- because believe it or not, Brian, there is an audience for him out there. <laughs> but see, that to me, that seems to like go against the idea of DC Rebirth, though. Yeah, all of right. these are returning to classic forms, My, except for that one. I don't know about that, though. I don't know if that's true. So you're thinking that maybe there's going to be a lot of uh, carryover from what we yeah. have now? How well, does, like obviously, yeah. there's going to there's going to be some, which How there's one title. Ring? Yeah, how does Power Ring and Simon Baz represent a return to form? I, I don't. What I guess. What I guess I mean is. I, what I guess I mean is that there is um, books that have existed in some other form mm-hmm. are going to look more like uh, they used to. Yeah, it but seems. I, you, you go ahead, Ben. I still think Green Lanterns doesn't doesn't look like any book that has ever been before if it if it in fact stars those two characters we don't know that for sure but well like what what i kind of hope rebirth is and this is you know pie in the sky you know just my speculation but i would hope to see it be kind of like you're talking about like the the books like green lanterns that are like new and different takes on something that was maybe in the in the new 52 and then the other half of the books would be things that look backwards. So basically we have things looking backwards, things looking forwards, nothing really staying in the middle. But with a book like Red Hood and the Outlaws, I can see like why you would think, you know, it'll just be more of the same. I just hope it's not. Well, I think there's definitely going to be stuff that leans toward the DCU slash... Uh, flat uh, post flat post flashpoint stuff, um, just because um, you know Batgirl was so successful. Like, you know that it's gonna it's going to be a mixture of the classic Birds of Prey that we love with the new Batgirl, right? I mean, right. And and so it wouldn't surprise me if Red Hood and the Outlaws is like one of the few bones that they throw. At people that really liked um, the new Fifty Two, you know, I mean, believe it or not, there are people out there um, <laughs> that think it was good. Like I, I saw them complaining on Twitter 
earlier today about DC throwing the new 52 away, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there are, there is a legion of Lobdell fans out there, you know? And so if they get one book, like, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that. If you have any affinity for, for Jason Todd, it can sting a little bit, you know? But to me, it's more about, about Roy Harper and Starfire. <laughs> because yeah. those are the outlaws, you know. No, you're and, uh... right. You're right. But anyway, we'll see but what that's all about. They, they can't all be the things that we, you know, not every. Why not? <laughs> that was my, I tweeted earlier that all I want are three things. Mm-hmm. One, I want the Teen Titans to be good. Two, I want Superman to be good. Three, I want everything else to be exactly like how I want it to. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. But okay, let's uh, let's move. Are there any of those books that that don't appeal to you guys at all? Out of the July books. Out of the July books, yeah. Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that um, really depends to me because I like those three yeah. characters. What if that's the breakout book of DC Rebirth? Hey, oh. if, it's, if it's done well, I'll like it. What if they get Roy out of the trucker hat and they they give Jason a decent mask and. <laughs> And Steve Orlando writes it. Oh, man. Okay, now I'm in. Now I'm in. <laughs> By the way, can I give you guys my crazy theory for Green Arrow? I forgot to say this before. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. I think the reason that Green Arrow is in the hood is it's Connor Hawk. Ooh. That that's going to be the Green Arrow in that book for a while. From, see, from see again. From the future? Or New 52 Connor Hawk that's not really related to Ollie? I think like pre Flashpoint Connor Hawk. Whoa. Okay. Okay, again, if that's true, then none of this makes any sense to me. Because like if if they want to distinguish this from from the New Fifty Two and DCU or whatever, like one of the things about the New Fifty Two was all of a sudden Sinestro was Green Lantern and the Green Lantern title was Sinestro led. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and like, but if they're gonna do this, but every time Marvel does it, Thor is a woman, Sam is Captain America. Every relaunch has one of their major characters totally shaken up. That's true, and this is a safe one to shake up. Do you think is it because Arrow is like one of the most popular? Like that's Oliver Queen on TV that people watch every week. You know. I'm not saying he won't still be a Green Arrow in the Justice League, maybe, but I think that book's gonna be a Connor Hawk book. I like it. You're, I, I want. I think this is going in a direction where like, it's just gonna be. It's gonna be mayhem. I think we're gonna have like four Supermen running around <laughs> from like different eras. That would be and, amazing. Like, that's what I. That, I mean, I, that's. What I'm kind of like hoping for, and we'll get to it here in a minute with that little uh, <laughs> that little curtain teaser. But uh-huh. we're already seeing like multiple versions of characters coexisting. Well, well, we talked about the curtain already. You know, that's that's the, oh, we uh, did. I yeah, missed did. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I stepped out. <laughs> no, you you talked about you it. You talked me. about it. Oh, I didn't know we were recording then. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. So we've already seen that a little bit with the curtain. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean, that's why Green Arrow is on there, because why else would he be on there? Right. You know what I think it's gonna be? And and this kind of goes against the idea of legacy, but I think it's gonna be because John's read that first article 
I mean, the first, rather, the first line of the book in that article, which I believe is something like, I love this world so much, but something doesn't feel right. It's mm-hmm. along those lines. I think it's going to be that there's going to be some sort of event that's going to bring, like, the, quote, essential version of each character back. So, like, the essential Superman was the pre-Flashpoint Superman, so that's the one that's going, we're going to get. The essential Wally West was the pre-Flashpoint Wally West. That's the one we're going to get. But maybe the essential Jason Todd is Red Hood from the New 52. Like, it's going to be that. It's going to be the, all the Earth's, like, birthing this universe or something. So, I don't know. So it's it's DC Greatest Hits. Yes, exactly. Because that's the only thing they have left. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I, I kind of like it. It's kind of like... Uh... It's like kind of what Secret Wars was. Yes. A little bit, you know, only if it's the status quo instead of just an event. Right. Which I think for DC is perfect because I they're just inherently less mainstream than Marvel. Yeah. And maybe it'd be fun to just embrace that for a while. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the uh What's interesting here, especially, is that we get June issues, July issues, and there's a break, and we get fall issues. So mm. I don't. So for a while, DC is going to be running a relatively small publishing line, which is fine by me. Well, they've still got um, Bloodlines to pad it out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, a number of miniseries will be wrapping up along that, along there. Um, but so in the fall, these are our twice monthly books. Cyborg, Deathstroke, Harley Quinn, Justice League America, and Suicide Squad. Um, I think it's interesting that Cyborg and Deathstroke are considered big enough to have bi-weekly issues. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's the movie. Yeah, there is. Um, and then the monthly books, Batman Beyond, Blue Beetle, Earth 2... Gotham Academy next semester, Supergirl, Superwoman, Super Sons, Teen Titans, and Trinity. Interesting that Trinity is monthly. Yeah. Yeah, I got I you gotta think that that's gonna be a big creative team. Yes. And so maybe maybe they'd like the art to be a little more consistent. Like maybe try to try to get one artist that will attempt to be monthly. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to call my shot now. I think that's going to be the Brian Hitch book. You don't think JLA will be? No. Okay. But we'll see. Um, who's who's uh, surprised that Gotham Academy came back? I am. I, I am. I mean, I'm glad, but I was very surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the most intriguing title, just by name, is Super Sons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I love Vince's pitch. If it's that, <laughs> please yeah. let it be that. Can you say what that was in case folks don't follow us on Twitter? Which they should, yeah. but you know. Yeah, sure. So my pitch for Super Sons was um, Superboy. I don't know. I don't know or really care which one. I guess because ultimately they're gonna decide who, which is the in continuity Superboy, and go ahead with it. But Superboy and Damien t- team up book. Um. And Super Superboy is like pretty happy go lucky. I, I I likened him to Goku from Dragon Ball, and then D- 
Damian Wayne is basically Vegeta, like brooding, dark, like pissing on everything Superboy says. And um, I actually don't think you're that there. far off. I hope I'm right. <laughs> that would Written be... and drawn by Akira Toriyama. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know how much goodwill <laughs> DC Rebirth would muster from that alone? Oh my god. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting batch of titles here. Uh, yeah. Earth 2 is interesting because that means that they're not bringing the Justice Society necessarily back in the way I think we all thought they would. But they're relegating them to Earth 2, which I'm actually okay with if it's done properly. Um, Blue Beetle, I can only assume it's going to be a Jaime book, right? Uh, what, so. if it's, what if it's uh, both of them? There's that little image in the... Well, not an image necessarily, but, you know, they... The composite they had image in the, in the John's interview, yeah. With both of them, yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. Um, you know, it's about time Supergirl got a book. It's interesting, you know, I love the idea of that Titans book, but again, having Titans and Teen Titans, and having Superman and the Superman, <laughs> it's just, it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for us, not for us nerds, but for like, for the average comic, I, I can imagine... Like, you know, my wife going into the comic store to try and get my daughter a comic book and not knowing which Superman book to buy. Now, yeah, and I think you're going to see a lot of that. Um, you know, we have like, what, five or six super titles plus like Trinity. You know, I'm, we always have bat books. I think people are pretty used to that. But we've got two bat girls, you know. How how are the new readers that I'm sure they're hoping to attract gonna? Well, John's kind of doubles down on that idea and says he doesn't care about the new readers. That's true. Um, but we'll see. Which maybe <laughs> I don't know if that's the best. No, it's it's see. it's certainly not. But um, DC is just gonna oscillate between making the new readers happy for five years and then old readers happy for five years and. <laughs> and Come and will come in number two every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, bastards. Yeah. So be- before we wrap up our conversation here, it's a couple things I want to talk about. I'm really surprised we're not getting certain books. I'm surprised we're not getting a uh, a book starring any member of Legends of Tomorrow. Mm. That's a surprise to me. Yeah. I'm surprised we're not getting a Legion of Superheroes book. Where's my Legion? It was in the video. Yeah. I'm really <laughs> surprised we're not getting a Shazam book. Yeah. Yeah. That's just... That, to me, is unconscionable. You know what, though? It's going to happen. I mean... We've said that for how though? many years? Is but it, be- though? Be- before that damn movie comes out, if it ever comes out... Hey, Supergirl it's... the show beat Supergirl the comic. Ah... <laughs> <sighs> Uh, I'm I'm surprised that there's no um, oh shit I just had it and I lost it oh no Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised that there's no specific Robin book yes yeah yeah that one kind of chaps my ass because um <laughs> <laughs> uh, because Robin you know you, you know. Brian, how you always say that um, 
the strength of the DCU is on the backs of the Teen Titans or something like that. Yes, yeah. I feel like as as successful as the Batman books have been and as quality as they've been, they are not the same without a Robin solo title. Like my fondest memories of the Bat books are when they had a youthful Robin solo title. No matter how good they are right now, you know, like yeah. I just can't I hate looking at these lists and not ever seeing a Robin book on there. And Robin Son of Batman doesn't count. Why? I because I just didn't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um And I and I'm a selfish fan. No, that's I understand. Um You know, overall it's a very conservative list. That yes. Like with the exception of maybe five of the titles on the list, and they are all, all of those extremely generic, yeah, and all of those five are part of a family of books that makes sense, yeah, like Super Sons or whatever, you know. But that's we know that's a Superman book. There's almost nothing. I remember when the New Fifty Two solicits first came out, Demon and we were Knights. yeah, we we're getting Demon Knights and um, you know, Blackhawks. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, there weren't a ton of new characters represented, but it, there were a lot of chances out there. And I feel like there's almost no chances being taken here. In terms of I, titles. I agree, but I think at the start of this, I alluded to this. I like that. Like, my my ideal... My ideal um, DC reboot or relaunch goes as vanilla as possible and then spins out into crazy directions from there, you know? What's interesting to me, though, is that this seems to me to be their slate from June to December. Like, we're not going to get any other new books out of this. Right. And so it's very contained. And I like that. Yeah, I guess so. But see, to me, the it, you know, Johns is talking about legacy, and yet we're getting almost no legacy characters in their books. Yeah, but I think it's going to happen within these titles. I hope so. That's 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 the impression I got from just hearing him talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because as he said, this isn't just this isn't just an initiative or an event. Like if we were to take him at his word and I get like trust me, I'm as cynical as everyone else. Like don't think that i just think that this is all going to be like candy and rainbows you know but but if we're taking him at his word this is something they're going to focus on going forward like and commit to it and if that's true i can see a lot of that happening within these books despite generic titles i actually think the generic titles help people find the books help you know like, if I want a Supergirl book, there's a Supergirl book. Now, when I open it up, it might not resemble the Supergirl that's on TV. You know, it might not resemble Teen Titans Go when I open up Teen Titans, but I know what Teen Titans is. You know, I know what Suicide Squad is. It doesn't have to be the same roster. Like, I really think we can, we can, we can have these, like, really basic core titles and spin off in a lot of fun directions from there, and I hope it happens. Not saying it will, just just I, because something's called Blue Beetle doesn't mean it can't be this like 
really weird team up between Jaime and Ted Cord and you know that's what I'm hoping for anyway. I I guess I'm hoping that and I'm I'm trying to look at the list now and see if it makes sense in this way. I hope that the monthly books are the ones that all take the crazy chances. Because they're not going to go crazy. That's that's the other inherent conservatism to, ship, to shipping twice monthly. They can't do crazy things in those books. Yeah. And so if those are going to be really by the book, really, uh, you know, conservative titles, and those can be good, don't get me wrong, but there needs to be, I think the place for the experimentation and the weirdness is going to be in the monthlies. Sure. It's it's more monthlies, right? It's two more monthlies, correct? Two. Mm, what do you mean? There's fifteen of one and seventeen of the other. So it's oh, it's seventeen by week. Forty nine total. Forty nine issues total. Yeah, I'm sorry, Vince. So it's more bi weeklies than it is monthlies. It's seventeen okay, yeah, yeah. bi weeklies, making thirty four plus fifteen is forty nine. Okay, wow, that's um. It's actually surprising, but yeah, let's talk about that for a second, um, because that is the initial like uproar about this. Um, Twitter is kind of up in arms uh, about the fact that they're double shipping and how more casual readers or um, you know the less fortunate readers uh, aren't going to be able to collect as many of these or whatever or choose as many series to read which is completely fair like i sympathize with that i admit that i'm coming from a place of privilege where i basically we we, we get a lot of advanced review copies of comics from all publishers and so our pull lists look very different than the average reader's pull list that's true yeah yeah yep but even from a point like i'm i'm fortunate that i'm not i don't have to pick and choose like that but but it is a real concern, right? I mean, this is something that's going to potentially keep people out. But I mean, will it though? Because like Marvel's been doing this for two or three years now, and no one really seems to care. I think, and their books are a dollar more. I think people care, but I think seeing the other company do it too, and then claim that they're holding the line, feels disingenuous to them. You know. I guess I mean like I to me it to me I feel like it engenders a lot of goodwill that they're keeping them at two ninety nine. Yeah, like they're doing double shipping, but it's two ninety nine. To me, that's kind of a slap in the face to Marvel a little bit because it's For like sure. yeah. you know now Marvel's the one that's really like price gouging us. Like of course they include the digital copy, and you know whether that justifies paying a dollar more is another conversation, but. I don't know. To me, that just seems like, you know, the usual internet outrage that I think is, you know, has some justification, but is mostly just, you know, if you step back and look at the situation, it's not, it doesn't make that much sense to get that upset about it. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm of two minds on it. I can certainly see. I can see where the teeth gnashing comes from at the same time. Like to me, and this doesn't work. This doesn't work like across the board with all the books. But if you look at, we've got two green lantern titles now that ship 
bi-weekly, mm-hmm. we had four or five Green Lantern titles before, you know, so yeah. they're right yeah put together we've got we've got uh a superman book and action comics whereas before we had superman wonder woman batman superman superman and lois lane you know you're chopping away at those books and adding one to the core title every month i i think for the most part it's a trade-off it's not Mm -hmm. a trade-off for things like aquaman or the flash but for most of these other books, it's it's kind of a trade-off because... But if that's your favorite character, then you should be thrilled about this. Like, if... Yeah. I, underst- I, I understand that, you know, it is more money up front, but if you're a huge Aquaman... And first of all, there were two Aquaman books. There was Aquaman and Aquaman and the others for a while. Yeah, <laughs> like, what, eight months? Come yeah, on. but... Well, and that's a, that's a good point. Finish... I want you to finish, but... Well, I was going to say, is like, you know, if, if you're somebody who who is on a budget with their comics, um, you know, I totally understand your point, and I sympathize. I'm on a budget with my comics. I think most people are to a certain degree. But that having been said... I think that if the Flash is your favorite character and you can now get two Flash comics a month, you'll find that either three bucks a month or you'll drop something else to make that work. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Um, I do. And I think think the other thing I think is it makes it easier to say – well, I'm just not going to read any Flash for a while at all. Rather than having, like, people are this is kind of a bullshit thing, but, like, with the Green Lantern books, there's two Green Lantern books. If one of them's good, you read that one, you buy it twice a month. If they're both good, you know, then you've got four books to buy a month. You had four to, if you were invested in Green Lantern before, which for a while I was, I was buying everything Lantern related. Again, it was four or five books. So if one of them's not good, you just drop it wholesale. Like that that's a quality issue, that's not a price issue, but ultimately you potentially end up spending less anyway because yeah. okay, I'm only going to buy when all the Green Lantern books were good, maybe I was buying four or five. Now I have to buy two cuz one of them's not what I want, you know, or else right. I'm, I'm buying four anyway and nothing's changed. Yeah. Um so so like I said, by and large, I think, for the most part, these books are replacing these other books with different titles that starred the same characters, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess things like uh, Justice League being bi-weekly and Justice League of America, that's a little different. But again, like at the end of the day, it's 49 comics being published by this publisher every month. Right when it was 52 just a year ago, you know, and Marvel, Marvel got up to what? 60 something one month. Yeah. I'm trying to do the math here with Marvel, but I, I don't want to have my internet usage mess up our call, but I just did the math. If you were to buy, now obviously there will be annuals. There'll be other weirdness in here, but if you were to buy just these comics every month by the fall, you're going to be spending $146 and 51 cents a month. I can't imagine that to buy the entire Marvel line wouldn't be close to double that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you're just looking at and, and I know that we're comparing, that's, that's not a fair comparison. I understand that. But I don't think it's as... I think it's problematic to expect people to buy more comics. 
but I think that they're publishing less comics to accommodate that. Sure. Or at least that's the idea. Yeah. So they announced that uh, Saturday, March 26th, uh, Easter Eve, if you will, will be the WonderCon announcement of all of the creative teams. So uh, we're going to have to do a podcast sometime early that next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Uh, about the creative teams and uh, talk about that. Also, Let's live stream it. Yeah. I, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but what I was going to say is um, we're actually taking this week off from the DC3 Clee because we're doing this instead. So next week we'll be getting a double installment of Batman and Robin Eternal. Also dropping uh, sometime over the weekend, we're going to be um, we're going to be releasing on our feed. If you also subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow, our sister podcast on the Multiversity Podcast Network, you've heard us talk about The Flash. But if you haven't, we're going to be releasing a special episode we did with Mike and Greg from Robots um, about the Flash, so we're getting that and this this week. So you're getting really a lot of, you're getting way more content than you normally get, but you're not getting the the three-clay episode. So we apologize for that. We're holding the line. Yeah, we're holding the line <laughs> exactly. Um, anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up? Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna definitely be covering this a lot. <laughs> this is kind of what we do. So. Um, <laughs> I guess we should say we're going to at least be talking about all the Rebirth number one titles, right? Yeah. Yeah. If nothing else. So, yeah. We'll be, we'll yeah, be covering this. Yeah, I think this. so. We'll be covering I'm this. I'm sure we'll talk about the others, you know, roundabout, but we can do the Rebirth. Yeah. Uh, we'll do them podcast style. Um, so, anyway, for my friends, Zach and Vince, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Sweet, sweet, sweet.